full circle. Full circle. Hi, I'm Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. Girlfriend, this is a place where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. Family, welcome to another edition of Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. We are officially in the second half of the year. And if you're like me, then you are eager to break up with those unwanted COVID pounds, tone up and in the year strong. Maybe you set a goal to lose weight and become healthy, but you're struggling family, I'm there with you. So we are in this together. Maybe you've fallen off the wagon. Whatever it is, if this is you, today's guest not only has an encouraging word for you, but she can help you naturally fast track your weight loss from the comfort of your own home. That's right. You can also learn proper strategies to become transformed and manifest the healing that God has already ordained for you. So let me introduce you to my guest family. Rhonda Watts Robinson is also known as the Busy Queen's Body Makeover Specialist. She is a certified online fitness coach and founder of Tone Your Temple Academy. And she is on a global mission to positively transform the body, health, and healing of busy queens around the world. That's a big task, lady. (laughs) Good morning, Rhonda. Thank you for being on the show. Good morning, my sister. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm so glad to be here with you and your audience. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. You have got quite a story. Actually, what I usually do, I usually start the show with having the guests introduce themselves. So how about if you go ahead and introduce yourself and then we will hit the ground running. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hello, everybody. I pray that you are having a blessed and fantastic day. My name is Rhonda Watts Robinson, as Wanda has told you, and I am known as the Busy Queens Body Makeover Specialist. And what I do is I help busy queens uh, become their own body goals, lose the weight, and keep the shape all from the comfort of their home without sacrificing their favorite foods, hours of cardio, and around their own schedules. And I love what I do. I am also a mother of three beautiful children. I have six-year-old twins and an eight-year-old, best friend to my husband of 10 years, so I am busy as well. I'm just so uh, excited um, and just so thankful for this opportunity to be here with you. Man, Rhonda, I am already, you said from the comfort of your own home without sacrificing the foods, like like, ears. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope everyone that's listening, that's driving, pull over safely. We're going to get through this. And if you miss any part of the interview, of course, you can always listen to the podcast later. We want you to be safe, but this is an amazing, you have a, a story that got you to this place. You played collegiate basketball. Yes, ma'am. NCAA basketball player family. First, let me tell you, Rhonda right now is in you're outside of Boston, right? Yeah. Yep. Very close to Boston. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you went to that. That's where you're you were born and raised, right? Yeah, I was born and raised in Springfield, Massachusetts. Um, Over the years, I 
you know, moved and traveled and did those things. But mm-hmm. my family and I ended up coming back uh, about three, about three years ago. Yeah, about three years ago. Just wanted to let the family know where you were at right now. But um, going back to your story, so you played college basketball. So you were always pretty athletic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. My father actually was a nationally renowned basketball coach. Um, and he had a team called Shack Attack. And it was a boys team. Mm-hmm. But that's who I trained with when I was growing up. I was his little sidekick. I'm actually named after my father. His name is Ronald. My name is Rhonda. So I was a daddy's girl. And mm-hmm. I have two younger brothers, but I was the one always with him. So <laughs> he, he was the one that raised me in the game. And, you know, that love and that passion for it has, you know, carried on for years. So I still love the game. Still love the game. Yeah. So you played basketball in college. So you were always I would assume that you were always pretty fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even before basketball, as a young child, you know, I did soccer, cross country in high school. Uh, I even actually, a lot of people don't know this about me. I made the cheerleading squad the first year I went into college because I had did gymnastics for eight years. But I, I decided, even though I actually made the squad that wasn't fit for me in that season, that my love was basketball. If I had to choose one or the other. So I stopped Mm -hmm. and then I, you know, I, I made the basketball team. Um, And I was actually the only walk-on on on the team that year. Everybody else on the team was either already there or had gotten scouted. But my father instilled some good skills in me. So I went for the gung-ho and I got it. (laughs) That's amazing to have a walk-on to uh, NC2A collegiate basketball team. I mean, basketball team anyway, but you played, was it D1 or? It was actually D3. D3? So the University of Massachusetts, you know, they have different, you know, locations. So it really depends. They have a location in uh, Amherst. That's actually D1. That's the one that most people, you know, know about. And there's one in Boston, which is a smaller, you know, community type. Then there's one in Dartmouth where I went, which is, is a mix. It's kind of a mini one from Amherst where it's still very secluded. You get the college experience, things of that nature. So it was division three. When you were in college, what did you think that you would do with the rest of your life? Um, Because at that time, was there a WNBA? Um, Yes, there was. Uh There there was a WNBA. Honestly, I have always known, Wanda, that God has given me a special gift. I have known from a very young age that teaching is my main gift. My mother actually kept a binder with like my report cards and things like that. And at the age of five, I I still have it to this day. I wrote down in there, I'm going to be a teacher. So I went to school for a double major, English and education. And after college, I actually taught for quite some time, over a decade in many different facilities. But basketball was, was always my love. So is the gospel. Also in college, I went on my first missionary trip with an organization called Campus Crusade for Christ. I went to Wildwood, New Jersey in uh, my junior year. And when I went there, that is when I really felt the nudge from the Holy Spirit to go off and venture even further into missionary work. So I stopped the basketball. And when I officially graduated college, I actually lived in Africa for a year as a missionary in Morocco. What a story. Family, I didn't even add the fact that, yes, she is a minister as well. So there's so much, so many layers to unpack from (laughs) this very beautiful and complex person. I'm just thrilled to be having this conversation with you today, Rhonda. So what was the point then? So you knew in your heart you were a teacher. You graduated 
college, went on to do missionary work. What was the thing that made you decide to go into the health and fitness journey? Yes, that's a very good question. So, you know, your, your test is your testimony, you know, it becomes your testimony. Mm-hmm. And when I got back from, um, when I got back from Africa, I went to the doctors to get a routine checkup. And what turned into a routine checkup changed my life. Uh, I was diagnosed with a then terminal illness that I thought was literally going to take my life. No, no, nothing, anything. Right. Um, And I I remember that day to this day. I remember it to this day. So, of course, I went through my own personal journey of I always knew who God was. I already I knew that. But when your faith is tested, that's really you know, when everything comes to the head, right? So I went through about five years of of testing, even my mindset within myself, you know, Lord, I I know you already called me to this, but you know, this is not adding up, right? But Mm -hmm. in 2009, I was actually um, healed. I was healed. Um, And I haven't haven't had any symptoms ever since. But then when I was in um, getting my master's, my master's of divinity, I had moved to Virginia to go to the Samuel D. Lee Proctor School of Theology, which is a sect of Virginia Union University, but it's their seminary sector. And while I was there, my mother was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer. And, you know, my parents were the best parents in the world. And even though I knew she was diagnosed, they did their best to hide things from me. You know, like most, oh, no, baby, I'm fine. You just focus on school, right? Um, But in the midst of that, my father also contracted um, lung cancer as well. And what happened to him was he was always the strong one, right? The strong daddy, right? The one that provided, took care of everything. And to be quite frank with you, Wanda, I think that my father had lung cancer for a while, but he didn't say anything to anyone because he was taking care of my mother. And it got to the point that he, he got to the point where it was irreversible. Right. So I remember one day I actually had a speaking engagement on a Saturday. I was in Virginia and there was just this nudge in my spirit. Like, Rhonda, you need to go home now. Now, mind you, my parents were in Massachusetts. That's a 10 hour drive. But I'm very in tune to myself. And when I'm, you know, so I called, I canceled the the speaking engagement. I took that 10 hour drive. And I really thought that I was going there to see my mom because she was sick. And when I walked into my house, my father was so weak, he couldn't even get up to give me a hug. He couldn't get up to give me a hug. And I realized when I went that time, I wasn't going for my mother. I was going for my father. My mother was actually already in the hospital. And, um, you know, my aunt, my, my mother's older sister was doing her best to try to help with, you know, help with my father and my brothers were there. But, you know, they were still younger at the time. So, yeah, I have seen the body, I have seen healing, right, both in the natural, both in the, uh, you know, in the transition. And the thing that really got me into the health arena, those things I just talked about, those events were definitely stepping stones, but I'm going to be quite frank with you, I didn't realize it at the time, right? Um, I've always known that I have had a special calling for healing. I've always known that. And before I started this particular brand and business, the the fitness, I was a writer and a publisher because that's, I went to school for English and education. So uh, as years went on, I tried to do a healing anthology. I tried to fit what I thought, you know, God was going to bring in. 
But then the babies came, right? The marriage came, the babies came. And I found myself falling into what so many of us women fall into, right? Um, The same thing that my mother fell into because she was such a giver that she gave so much of herself that she didn't take care of her own health. Mm. And there was one day that I looked in the mirror, Wanda, and I said, this is not me. I was about 200 pounds. Now, mind you, I am 5'1", have always been very petite, right, as far as my form goes. And even though I had had twins and I'd had an eight-year-old, it, it wasn't, I knew it wasn't my best. I knew it wasn't my physical best. And all I could think about Wanda was my parents, right? They were the best parents in the world, but I didn't want to end up like that when it comes to my children. And to be quite frank with you, the reason that I am so passionate about helping women, you know, become their own body goals and become the best physical version of themselves is because honestly, I've reached my goal, right? I could do this on my own, but Wanda, I cannot tell you the feeling, the pain, to be quite frank with you, that I have to go through every day trying to tell my children about the best two people, the most influential people in my life. And I know that if my parents had known that they would have had beautiful grandchildren, they would have done anything in the world to reverse that. My mother um, was, you know, at the hospital when my oldest daughter was born, but we were by her bedside when she passed and my daughter was only four months old. She's the only child that I have that has met my mother. My father passed away a year before. So my goal, my mission, what I believe God is calling me to do in this season, right, is to help queens realize that God has given us beautiful temples. And the facts are we only have one, right? We, we only have one. And so often we wait until the last minute to take care of that. And unfortunately, sometimes it's irreversible at that point. And I want queens to understand that honestly, it's not just about us, right? Because I live it every day and I don't expect people to understand because they're not in my situation. But I know and I understand the feeling, right, of raising grandkids on their own, knowing that on birthdays, grandma won't be there, knowing that grandma won't be there to, you know, give the grandma advice, right? My mother's mother is still alive. She actually lives about 10 minutes from us. And she's in her 90s. She's still kicking, right? She's still kicking. But there's nothing like having your own mother around, right? So that's really my heart, Wanda, is to really help queens get to the point where they know they're doing their part. Yes, our bodies one day, if you live, you're going to die, right? But along with that, we have purpose to fulfill, okay? And none of us know what God has in store for us 10, 20 years down the road. There could be a major blessing on the way that if we don't take care of our bodies, right? The Bible says that Satan comes to do three things, kill, steal, and destroy, And if he can get to your body and he can get to your mindset, making you think that there are other priorities that are more important than your body, right, then that is what he is going to do, okay? So that is truly my heart. My heart is to help 1,000 queens by the end of 2023 become the best physical versions of themselves so that they can be around for their legacies, they can enjoy priceless time with their family, and they can live in purpose on purpose at the full capacity that God has called them to. 
Oh, man, there is so much to unpack in that. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break because I've got top of the mind. I've got questions, questions, questions. So we are going to be right back, family. We're going to take a quick break. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda, having a conversation with my guest, Rhonda Watts Robinson. She is the Busy Queen's Body Makeover Specialist. Keep it right here, family. We'll be right back. Empowerment through conversation. That starts with you. Tell us what topics you want to hear. Drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. And she's back, empowering women one conversation at a time. This is Full Circle with Miss Wanda. And we're back, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda. My guest today is Rhonda Watts Robinson. She is known as the Busy Queen's Body Makeover Specialist. She is the founder of Tone Your Temple Academy, and we are going to dig into what Rhonda is doing. She's on a mission to help 1,000 queens to transform their lives by 2023. And Rhonda, did you notice I have on we're on Zoom family. I have on my shirt that says Queen, just for you. Yes, love it, love it. <laughs> I have on my shirt that says Queen in honor of you because I love the mission that you um are you have for your for your business and just for life, for serving other people. But before we go into that, I want to go back to the story you shared about your parents. A couple of things that really stuck out to me. The first thing was you're absolutely right. We always, well, a lot of times caretakers, women particularly, put everyone above themselves. And when we get to the point where actually, and your dad in this case too, is when we get to the point where our body is screaming for us to take care of ourselves, a lot of times it's too late. We'll ignore those things. Oh, it's just a, a, it's just a this, or we do the thing that we tell our kids or whomever our loved ones is, oh, I'm fine. You concentrate on that because we don't want to burden or bother people with our stuff. So many times that ends up being something that's more detrimental to us than we realize. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like your parents passed away, well, within a year of each other, correct? Yeah, it was actually one year, one month and four days. And so how old were you at that time? Let's see. I was in seminary. I went to seminary at 23. So I was about, and I got married at 30. So I was about 30, 31, because my husband and I, I finished seminary in 2010. And then my husband and I got married in 2011. Oh, okay. Uh, And we had, you know, my, my daughter. And to be quite frank with you, we we decided to have my first daughter so quickly because we knew that my mother was getting to the point where she was going to transition and we Mm -hmm. wanted to bless her to be able to see and God worked that out. So yeah, yeah, I was in my early thirties. I was, I was in my early thirties when all that transpired. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I was thinking you were a little bit younger in age because I was going to ask, and and it doesn't matter when your parent, when you lose your parent, doesn't matter what age it hurts. But I was just thinking if you were a younger woman, what impact that had on you, but it sounds like you were really close with your parents. Mm -hmm. What impact did that have on you to seeing them in this condition? And then since you were living somewhere else, you didn't really know at that time, we didn't have all of the technology we have now. So all we had was the telephone. Yeah. And an in-person visit. So yeah. talking with them seems like mostly probably on the phone where yeah. you had most of your communication. So by the time you actually got there. I didn't tell you this part, but after I finished seminary, 
we actually, my husband and I, after we got married, we actually almost immediately moved up to Rhode Island, which is about two hours away from where my parents were. We were here towards, you know, the end for my father and my mother. We were here for the last time because I knew in my heart that I would have regretted not being here for my parents. And I have two younger brothers. I have a younger brother who's six years younger than me. And then I have a younger brother who's nine years younger than me. And my parents, I don't know if it was consciously or subconsciously, but they raised me as the oldest. They raised me in a way that I knew that at one point I would be the one to kind of oversee a lot of things. And I think that the transpiring time between the time that my parents caught the lung cancer to the time that they passed. My mother actually had it for about five years. She was doing very well. She, she was doing very well. But after my father passed away, that's when I think she was still doing well. But, you know, when you lose your other half, different. So she passed away, like I said, one year, one month and four days later. But my heart was getting prepared mentally, emotionally, during that time period, because in my heart, I knew that it was coming eventually. I, I saw it. I saw my father honestly go down quicker than my mother. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, he may have gone down quicker because by the time that I knew that he had it, it was already a little too late. So yeah, it was hard. It was hard for my brothers. After my parents passed away, my husband and I, we moved back to Virginia, but we actually stayed up there for a year to try to help them and and help get things in order, okay? They had always lived at home. They had never lived outside the house. We were blessed enough for our our parents to leave us, you know, properties and things like that. But it's a whole nother ballgame when you don't have anybody there that's really manning or organizing all the responsibilities that you don't see behind the scenes. So my husband and I stayed up. And mind you, at that point, our daughter was very young, about one years old. So I remember us taking trips to and from Rhode Island to Massachusetts weekly to make sure that things were good, handle legalities and and a lot of stuff. So it's a lot. It was definitely a lot. But I was mentally prepared at that point. And I am the type of person, Wanda, that when I know that God gives me, you know, a vision or something that I need to do, and I knew this was a part of something that I needed to do, I focus forward. I, I focus forward. Because I knew that it wasn't just about me at that point. It was so many other people in the equation beyond me. So yeah. uh, my mother and I had talks prior to her passing about certain things. So, so that helped. But I, I had time to mentally prepare for, for what was about to transpire, what did transpire. Tell me about the day that you finally, uh, well, before I get there, at what point did you start gaining weight? Yeah, that was probably, I would say, around, because I had my twins in 2014, I would say about 2015. Okay, so your parents, it, this wasn't during your parents' illness or no, that well, can no, happen no, this was after. Yeah, oh, okay, because that mm-hmm. can happen a lot of times is that as people are going through grief yes. and having the responsibilities of having to wrap up the parents' yep. final, mm-hmm. you know, thing, yeah, yeah. people start to gain weight. Yes, it was gradual. It was to the point, like so many queens, I really didn't notice it until it, you know, I looked and like, what in the world? Yeah. Even yeah. now, when I look at pictures, right? I'm like, oh my goodness. I, I didn't 
I didn't see it, right? But now that I'm where I am physically and even emotionally and in tune to my body, I'm like, oh my goodness, you know? Because I was busy. I was going, I was going, you know, after my parents passed, I was handling the legalities and making sure my brothers were good. And then we moved to Virginia, you know? And then yeah, we had the twins and then I started businesses when they were young. So I was on the go, mm-hmm. you know? To the point that it was so gradual that by the time I really realized, it was over a span of years. It was over a span of years. But by the time I realized it, I said, oh, my goodness, I, I can't. And it scared me. It literally scared me. And that was what I was, where I was going to next is what was that day like that you yeah. finally said, wait a minute, I have to yeah. do something. Yeah. I remember looking in the mirror and I, I immediately thought of my mom. I thought of my mom and I thought about my children. I thought about my grandchildren. Now, mind you, I don't know if I'm going to ever have any because my kids are six and eight, but I thought about all the things that I know that eventually I look forward to. And I swear on it, I was scared. I got so scared. And I said, you know what? I have to start doing something like right now. This, this can't wait because with both my parents passing of lung cancer, right? It's inevitable that there may be something. And I've gotten checked before and asked, and they're like, oh, no, you're fine. But of course, there's something always in the back of my head. You know, what if this is genetics? What if this is? So I wanted to make sure that I was doing my part to make sure that that was not something that I was allowing to be contracted onto me. So, yeah, it was scary. It was scary because I saw myself. It wasn't scary to the point that I was scared to start the journey. It was scary that I got there, you know, Um, and it was like it was like a a secret little, you know, niche in the back of me. And I didn't notice, you know, pound here, pound here, five pounds here. And it it just it just came, you know, and and that's what happens to so many queens. You know, it's not something that I think now COVID is, of course, another another topic because we were in a different situation, but even beyond that, you know, as the strong black woman, right. We, we give and give and give to the point that we see giving as a means, maybe unconsciously to give validation to ourselves other than giving validation to ourselves by taking out the time to take care of the temple that God has given us. That is so true that the way it just kind of creeps on and before you know it, it's here and you're at a whole different place in life. And then you say to yourself, okay, I've got to do something about this. But as you know, very well, a lot of times people don't know where to start. Yes. So what would you say to that person that is like, okay, I'm listening today. They're pulled over on the side of the road because they're listening to the radio. (laughs) What that person that is just like at their wit's end, They just don't know what to do because a lot of times that's what happens is that there's so many reasons why we don't do things. Yeah. But that for it's, it's just a matter of taking that first step. So what would you say to someone that just is like Rhonda, here I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. That's very true. Right. Um, Because even the word says, God says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And sometimes it's not that we don't want to do it. It's that we just don't know where to start, right? So you can start in many different places. I'm going to be quite frank with you. The most important part of of your healthy lifestyle journey, your weight loss journey is what you put into your body. It's your nutrition, right? Your food is your fuel. That's all I can, you know, that's how I like to give the commonality. 
okay? But the mistake that we make on the journey is we think we have to starve ourselves and we think we can't eat carbs and we have to do teas and all this other stuff. God has given us bodies and he has given us a beautiful earth with natural things that are delicious because I eat them every day, right? Where we, we don't have to do that. And I'm going to be honest with you, starving yourself or cutting back on your calories to the point that you go around hungry, that actually can have reverse effects because it stops your metabolism and it can also stop your weight loss and your body can actually go into starvation mode. Okay, so the nutrition is very important, right? Start small. I always say this journey is a journey of consistency, right? It's a journey of consistency. So pick one thing. We are now at, you know, the beginning of the second half. One thing that you want to do, drinking more water, cutting out the sodas, okay? Don't drink your calories, as we say. That's one thing. What was your first step? What did you do first? My first step, to be honest, because I love to work, you know, I love, I've always been one to work out and been an athlete. Mm -hmm. I did walking. I did walking, working out from home because, you know, at that time I, I had the kids, I had the kids. So I really had no choice but to start from home. So I started doing workouts at home. I didn't have dumbbells at the time. I didn't have all these other things. Okay. I had me and my body. And that's another thing too. You can use your own body weight, right? When it comes to getting you to your goal in my program, that's actually where I start the Queens is with their own body weight. And then, you know, I tell them other stuff from there, but we don't have to complicate the process, right? Um, you know, start with your nutrition, one thing a day, start taking more steps, right? You can start tracking more steps in the beginning. It's really the main thing when it comes to, with Queens that I have learned on this journey from working with Queens it's really not so much what they need to do. It's the fact of uh, fitting their new healthy lifestyle into their current life. That is the hardest thing in the beginning because they have the schedule. They have this. They're used to, you know, I got to take the kids here. I got to do this. But then now they have this goal that they want to reach. And that's one of the hardest steps, right? So creating consistency, creating consistency uh, within whatever goals you set. I tell my queens within my program, we don't set number goals, we set progress goals. Because a lot of times we say, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds. Okay, that's great. But there are many components between you wanting to lose 50 pounds and you actually losing the 50 pounds. And what happens on our journey is we get frustrated as we're going along and life happens. Sometimes things are going to happen that we can't avoid. We're mothers, we have businesses, we have jobs, you know, and we shouldn't have to feel that guilty syndrome from doing other things that God has called us to do. So in my program, they set progress goals. So what a progress goal basically is, is a goal that only you have control over, something that you can achieve that's going to get you to that ultimate goal. So for example, um, you know, if you want to work on your nutrition, eating or drinking water before every meal that actually curbs your appetite. You have control over that. No one can stop you from doing that. Walking a few times a week. Okay. Having those non-negotiables, things that only you control, because when you reach those goals over time and you're doing, 
it gives you the inspiration. It gives you that push. You always need some type of reward or marker on your journey. Don't let that end goal be the only reward. You have to celebrate it along the way because it is, it's a beautiful journey. It's a beautiful journey, but setting progress goals have rewards and they don't have to be, it doesn't have to be food. Okay. Maybe you go and treat yourself or something of that nature, but having goals along the way is very, very important or or rewards along the way, rather is very, very important. But that's what I would say to people start with, you know, one thing, whether it be something with your nutrition, if you know that you're a late night snacker, okay, once a week, cut that back, that could be your progress goal, because only you control that. You see, I like that. I like that a lot because a lot of times when we are on these really extreme diets and things like that, where I can only eat between these hours or I can only have this type of food or whatever, you can feel like you're not in control just following this routine, but you're not really in control because I'm following someone else's plan. I like with your method is that I have control, right? The person has control and when you have control, I think it helps you to take more ownership of what's happening. And you can be prouder of the results because it's not just, I followed that plan and I did this. It's, I was in control of this, which also helps build up your discipline to be able to continue to set those goals too. Yeah. It's very important, Wanda, on, on the journey to make it maintainable, sustainable, and enjoyable for your life. That's one of the reasons that, you know, I I love working with busy queens because we have so much on our plate, yes, but all of our lives are different. And usually we are the ones that get put to the side last. So you have to make it maintainable and sustainable for your life or it's not going to work. It's not, it's not. You're gonna get frustrated. You're gonna wanna move on. And then to be honest with you, even things like teas and shakes and certain restrictive dieting plans, I don't do those with my queens. And I don't do that because at the end of the day, that's not maintainable. It may work in the long run, okay? Um, And there's nothing wrong with those, right? But it's very important that after that happens, you have to ask yourself, how do I maintain this weight loss? And what happens normally is, we get to that point where we get the weight loss, but then we don't know what to do. Even when you finally reach your weight loss, you have to change the amount of food you're eating. You're now in your maintenance phase where you're maintaining your calories lost, right? If you keep eating at that deficit the way you are, then the weight's going to keep coming off, right? And we don't want to come off too much. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so there's a lot of components. But you have to do something that works for you. And, and that that's so right. Every queen is different, right? Every queen is different on this journey. But finding that middle ground that works for your lifestyle and where you are is so important on the journey. It's so important. I like the fact, too, that, you know, some of the goal ideas that you set are very realistic in that just drink more water starting with things like that, starting Mm -hmm. with using your body weight. So they, you know, because a a lot of times people are like, I don't have the money to do this, but you can do those things that don't cost as much by, you know, using your own body weight, by doing pushups or other exercises, right? By just saying, I'm going to do this one day, right? Just one day. I won't have the chips on Sunday. Okay. Just start with Sunday. Then maybe the next couple of weeks, I won't have the chip Sunday and Monday and maybe Uh 
you know, so I like that, you know, they're very small incremental things. And I think a lot of times, cause I just have to be honest, I yeah. am a, an all or nothing person. Like yeah. I really try to curb my personality in that way because it gets me in trouble, right? <laughs> it does because I'm like, either I have to go all the way Aww. in or I'm not doing it. Yeah. And so for me, like knowing those little small increments, you know, giving myself permission to yes. say, yeah, I'm going yes. to just drink a, one more glass of water yes. this week. Giving yourself great. And right? know that that's actually helping me make yes. progress. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yes. Cause I'm the same way you are, sis. You go hard to go home. Right. Uh -huh. And so many Queens are, but what happens is when we fail at one thing, then it's like, Oh man, I'm done. I just messed it all up. I can't mm -hmm. come back. I have a queen in my group. God bless her heart. She has probably for the past three months lost family members back to back to back to back friends and family. And of course that has mentally shifted her. You know what I mean? And, you know, and I was telling her, okay, so obviously things are a little busy right now. You're not working out at this time because you're, you know, doing other things. So work on another component, right? Watch what you're eating in this set. So there's always something you can do. Uh, weight loss is like a puzzle. There are so many components to it, even beyond nutrition and losing weight. And that's one of the things that we often don't understand on this journey that many fitness programs don't teach. They just throw the weight, you know, they throw the, the meal plan at you and they also throw the workouts at you. But sleep is very important. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Seven hours of sleep a day. Have to get it because your body, that is your body's recovery time. If your body is not able to recover, it's not going to be able to fully function and operate. If you're working out, that's great. But if you're not taking the time for your body to recover, so that's a very important component that we don't talk about. That's true. Yeah. Sleep is so, so vital. Mm -hmm. We don't realize the importance. I don't think we really put the weight of that sleep really plays on our recovery and healing even yeah. in our mental health. I mean, sleep is so vital for us. Yeah. 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 We're going to take a quick break when we come back more with Rhonda Watts Robinson. She is the founder of the Tone Your Temple Academy, and she's also known as the Busy Queen's Body Makeover Specialist. We're having a great conversation, family. Keep it right here. We will be right back after this. Like and share our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5. Empowering women through conversation. This is what she does. She is Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. And we're back, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda, having a wonderful conversation with my guest, Rhonda Watts Robinson. She is known as the Busy Queen's Body Makeover Specialist. She is also founder of Tone Your Temple Academy, and we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. If you're just joining the program, we've been talking about just, you know, this weight loss journey, this getting healthy journey can be just that. It can be a journey. And a lot of times, you know, especially with COVID, I mean, there are so many people I know, including myself, that are like, yeah, COVID and me, especially in the beginning of COVID, like snacks and COVID, that was just like the thing, right? Yes. <laughs> the first couple, <laughs> first couple of months of us being in the house and not knowing what we were doing, not knowing what, what was happening with life. So yeah, I'm going to make some snacks and all of that stuff. Stuff and, and eventually the pounds packed on. And it's so interesting too, is that 
As people start to go back out into the world, so many friends I've heard say, my clothes don't even fit anymore. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So we're finding ourselves in a place where food was a bit of our comfort Mm -hmm. for that time when we were, you know, sheltering in place and not knowing what was happening. And with so many things going on in the world, it was comfortable to be home watching something on TV and just having a bowl of popcorn or, or whatever it is. And so now that we're coming back out into society, people's clothes ain't fitting the same, <laughs> you know, and things like that. And so it's time to get back on our health journey. And so we were talking about before the break, we mentioned, I love the the incremental things that you can do that you can start today. Because again, as I mentioned earlier, if there's people out there listening that are like me, that are like, oh, I have to walk 10 miles and I have to work out for six hours and, you know, and just really extreme. And then you get to that and you you can't sustain that level for so long. I'm, I'm family. You know me. I'm very transparent. I'll fall off because I'm like, nah, I don't feel like doing it like <laughs> that level anymore. Mm-hmm. But if if I go back and now look and do smaller, more incremental things and know that that's okay and know that that's still helping me make progress, Mm -hmm. that can help shift my whole mindset Mm -hmm. to being more successful. What would you say, Rhonda, what are some of the mistakes that you see when people are starting this journey? What are some of the mistakes that you see women make? Or queens. I love how you're like, my queens. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What are some of the mistakes that you see queens making? Yes. So one of the main mistakes that I see queens making when they're starting their journey is doing hours of cardio. And there's nothing wrong with cardio, but I'll give you a secret. Muscle burns more than fat, right? Mm -hmm. So... The way that you actually burn more fat and burn more fat throughout the day is by doing strength training. So there's nothing wrong with cardio, but cardio is good for your cardiovascular system, your heart. But strength training actually burns the fat throughout the entire day. So you don't need to do hours of cardio. Cardio is great, right? It it will definitely burn those calories for you. But it's important at the beginning to incorporate some type of strength training. And remember, I said strength training doesn't involve all these weights and things like that. You can use your body weight. Plus, also strength training allows you to kind of keep some of your shape. Because what happens is we start with the cardio and the weight starts coming off. And so does everything else. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we're like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, So that's one mistake. Another mistake that queens make on this journey is not looking at their non-scale victories. There are many non-scale victories on this journey that many queens experience, but they're so focused on that goal that they're looking at the scale, not knowing that maybe the scale didn't go down this week, but these clothes fit a little bit looser, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Or even energy-wise. Okay, that's one of the things many queens in my program, they say, oh, my God, my energy is like on 10, right? Mm-hmm. Little things like that, not enjoying the journey along the way, not recognizing the great things that are actually happening in your body, even beyond the weight loss, because when you do this journey right, you will have many non-scale victories. 
right? And another, um, I would say, mistake that queens make is kind of what we discussed already, trying to put too many eggs in one basket in the beginning, getting frustrated with the process, and then just stopping altogether. Not realizing that this really is a journey. It's not a sprint. It's a, you know, it's a marathon. Because I I tell queens all all the time, you didn't lose the weight. I mean, you didn't gain the weight in a week. A lot of the times you didn't gain the weight in a month. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, Monica. The average healthy amount of weight to lose in a week is only one to two pounds a week. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I help queens fast track that, but let's do the math. If someone has to lose 50 pounds and the average healthy weight loss, right? Uh, even on your own, if you don't have somebody that, you know, is certified to help you, two, right? Four weeks in a month, that's eight pounds a week. It's going to take you some time to get to your goal. Okay. So just being patient with the process, enjoying the process, learning as you go. Okay. That that's very, very important. Oftentimes we think we can get in and just start the workouts and do that's great that that's totally fine, but understanding that this really is a journey and it requires a mindset shift. It requires a mindset shift that I, I don't know if, Many queens are aware that needs to happen in order to really, because you're shifting your whole life. You're you're shifting your whole life. And I'm going to be honest with you. One of the things that I realized from a spiritual perspective, when, when many queens enroll into my academy and to my busy queens body makeover experience, that is when, I mean, all hell is breaking loose, right? Mm -hmm. Things start happening because you know what I said before, going back to, you know, just Satan has three, three goals, kill, still and destroy. Right. So the mental journey, the spiritual journey, because people don't, this is really a spiritual journey and we don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, so those would be the top that I would say when it comes to mistakes that we make on the journey as queens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to piggyback on a couple of things you said and kind of give you a, what someone may be thinking. Mm. You talked about strength training. Mm-hmm. So strength training leads to muscles, which makes me look like a guy. That's a, yeah. that's just a myth that I'm, I'm putting out there. Uh-huh. So what do you say to that? Yes, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so we just went, on, on my, on my Instagram page, I actually just made a video and verbatim. I said, let's, let's deal with the elephant in the room. Strength Uh training will not make you bulky. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Um, What strength training will do is help you keep the shape. Right. Because you want your muscles to be strong and we don't realize the benefits of strength training, strength training, make sure, make sure your bones are strong because see what happens at the age of 30, we lose about 5% of our bone mass every year. So when you turn 30, ladies, okay, and gents, right, Mm -hmm. you're actually losing about 5% of bone mass every year. And that is why when we get older, our bones start becoming more brittle, right? So if you start now, okay, um, then those things can not necessarily be avoided because all of our bodies are getting older, but you, you can help yourself, right? You can help yourself as you get older. Um, so there honestly are many, many benefits of strength training, even beyond, um, you know, just keep keeping the shape. <laughs> so, myth busted. Lifting weights does not make you 
bulky in a way yes. that you may think like it's lifting weights is actually the thing that's going to help you burn the fat and yes. the shape. Because I like what you said too, is that we do tons of cardio, lose a lot of weight, but we're losing the, our frame too. Like we're just mm-hmm. becoming, you know, I, I've seen it a lot where people have just done tons of cardio and now they're just flabby. And now after they've lost all the weight, now they want to tone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's another mistake because you were asking about mistakes. <clears throat> Women that have a lot of weight to lose that have flabby skin, mm-hmm. strength training helps with that. It helps with that. Um, as you're going through the journey, and that's in the state we wait to the end, like you said, yeah. right? Yeah. You should be doing it throughout your journey. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. When I, this go round, right? When I really lost all the weight, I started out running and running and running and running. I tell you, when I really saw, yes, I was losing the weight, but when I really saw this, I mean, all of that shape, but boom, 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 coming mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. was when I started that strength training is when I started that strength training. Yep. And I didn't start with, you know, weights and things like that. When, when I started this go round, I didn't, I started with my body and then I, you know, I progressed from there. So start where you are, start, start where you are, you know? Yes. That's Mm -hmm. a good, that's a good, um, a good piece of advice is to start where we are. Again, Mm -hmm. a lot of times we are looking at so many different things and this is, I mean, this whole industry really does a number on women's psyche, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Just from, you need to look like this, you need to do this and do that. And then we can get overwhelmed. So I like the start, start where you are today. Mm -hmm. Just if you're starting today, if you haven't walked, take a walk. Yeah. Just in something to start conditioning your body or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that you mentioned, and I love this term, non-scale victories. <laughs> victories off the scale, because yes. again, that's another thing that we end up being slave to mm. is that doggone scale. Scale, yes. You know, that is, you know, so that can be really detrimental, especially if as we're if you don't have understand the concept of muscle burns fat, mm-hmm. you're building muscle as you're doing strength training. Mm-hmm. And so while your scale may be going up and that could be stressing you out and you're like and if you don't understand that concept. Right. So the scale's going up because you're building muscle. Yes. But you think you're doing something wrong and now you go to an even more extreme. Okay, well, I'm going to do intermittent fasting or whatever the thing is you want to do. If you don't understand that, um, then that's you're going to find yourself in a spiral. And so um, it's really about how you feel Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. what your clothes are, how your clothes are fitting. Yeah. Right. What's your energy level? How are you sleeping? All of those things. And I like that term, non-scale victories. Yes. Noticing yes. those things off of the scale. Yes. If you become a slave to that scale, that thing can make you crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And oftentimes, you know, even the scale can be, uh, uh, can lie. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Because we often don't consider this fact. When we're losing weight, we want to lose fat. But do we really know what we're losing? Right. Just mm. because the scale goes down, you could be it could be water weight. You could actually be losing muscle. Right. And we don't want that. Right. We want to yeah. lose the other. But we get so happy when that scale goes down. Mm-hmm. Right. 
That's why it's important, you know, to just be aware that there are so many other victories on, on this journey. I have a queen in my program who, when she came in, she had acid reflex symptoms. Since she's, she's working on her second weight loss goal now, all those symptoms are gone, right? BMI has gone down. Um, doctors have said, you know, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> so I, I, I tell you, it, it, it's real, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's real um, to, to really see those non-scale victories. Um, so pay attention, pay attention. Yes. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that oh. dog on BMI. <laughs> that BMI, I tell you, that'll have everybody running everybody. around. <laughs> thinking they're supposed to be 10 pounds at five oh, foot girl, seven please. or something. My BMI ain't never been where it's supposed to be. And I, you know, I've been an athlete all my life, you know, Lord. that's again those things that we we have to deprogram ourselves from some of that stuff that society is telling us that we have to be or that we need to be Mm -hmm. because if not it will you know so many people I mean including myself I'm not saying anything about anybody else that I'm not saying about myself is you know have been on that wagon so it's still on that that journey you know just have gone on and off and on and off. And in fact, the other day I was just saying to myself, okay, this is just getting ridiculous. Like I'm tired. I'm tired of going back and forth and losing and then picking up and losing and picking up and not being consistent. So I want to transition over to your program before, well, Mm -hmm. before we go there, you found yourself losing the weight. Mm -hmm. What made you want to, and I know that you said that, you know, you always knew that God had a calling for you to teach, right? You always knew it since you were a little girl. Mm-hmm. How did you finally put it all together and say, I want to serve women queens in this way? Yeah. So along with teaching, I always knew that I had a calling for healing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there are many different facets and ways that that could transpire. So uh, after my parents passed, my first business actually was a life coaching uh, business. And after that, I started a writing and publishing company. And that's what many people know me for, also along with fitness as being a writer and a publisher. And while I was a writer and a publisher, um, I had a healing anthology that I, I did with a you know, comp- compilation of women. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that it was coming together there, but there was still something that was missing. Right. Um, Also, during that time, I had a wonderful business coach, Ari Squires, and she's actually a producer as well. And she had a documentary that came out uh, called No More Chains. And I was involved in that documentary. And what we talked about was how we all the women in the documentary, how we released our chains. Right. So that was a book and a documentary. But in that story, I talked about you know, my personal journey of healing and things of that nature. So that came around, right? Um, But then as my kids got older and I saw all these commonalities when it came to women, um, after posting stuff online about what I'm doing, right? And women coming to me and saying, Rhonda, what are you doing, right? (laughs) (laughs) That was my journey for a while behind Mm -hmm. the scenes. Um, before I brought it to the mainstream, people didn't necessarily know, but I, I, I was going hard, right? I, I would wake up about five in the morning um, and I would go in. I, I would go in at home before the kids got up, before the husband got up. So as women started coming more to me, um, that's where the nudge was pushed. 
And I remember specifically, Wanda, one day last year, I was going on a walk and I, I heard it in my mind, tone your temple, tone your temple. And I said, oh my goodness. And I really felt that was the Holy Spirit telling me, Rhonda, that is the name that you need to start. And I'm going to be honest with you, I am right now in the process of getting that trademarked. I have been in business since 2015. I have never trademarked the name Wanda. I was on that one quick. Yeah. Because it aligned with the mission, right? It also aligned with the scripture that God says our body is a temple of God. And I knew that in starting that academy, not only would I be fulfilling my purpose, but I would also be helping other queens be better mothers, be better grandmothers, be around for their kids. But I have two daughters. And what better thing to pass down to them and what better way to train them up and to help them than to see them see me doing this business, but doing this business in a way that is helping other women with their bodies. And my daughters, even though they're young, they're involved. My Trinity, my eight-year-old, last summer, she was out there helping me. She was my video recorder. And even now in the kitchen, you know, we do meal planning together and we talk about, you know, those type of things. So it honestly, it's changed my family too. It's changed my family. So I knew then once I jumped in and I said, okay, Lord, tone your temple, let's go for it, right? Um, The first challenge that I had last year, uh, 60 women signed up, 60 women signed up. And since that time, I've connected with women worldwide and nationwide, of course. And God is just expanding the vision, expanding the mission, it's, it's, it's like he's just taking it and doing what, and I realized, Wanda, everything that I went through, what we talked about was four times such as this. Mm. And that's how God works. You know, sometimes we don't realize like, God, why did, you know, my, both of my one year, one month and four days apart, both of my parents, it was because I had a calling to help other women, but I wouldn't have known how that felt mm. unless I went through it. And he knew I was strong enough to handle it. But even now with my purpose being helping women so that their children don't have to go through what I'm going through with the law, I would have never known that, right? If I hadn't have lost the two most important people in my life. So I honestly, I thank God. I thank God that I went through it. I thank God that the fire is burning in me and that I am even here around to even help other people. And even in that mist, train my daughters to understand the importance of their temple through something that I do every day. So it's priceless to me. We're going to take another quick break and we will come back more with Rhonda Watts Robinson, founder of Tone Your Temple Academy and also known as the Busy Queen's Body Makeover Specialist. This is Full Circle Family. Grab your friends and family. It's not too late and come on back and join us. We'll be right back. If you have something to add to the conversation, drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. And she is back, empowering you with knowledge and wisdom. This is Full Circle with Miss Wanda. We're back, family. Thank you so much for joining the program or staying with the program. Hopefully you've been here from the beginning because I've been having a wonderful conversation with my guest, Rhonda Watts Robinson. She is known as the Busy Queen's Body Makeover Specialist. I don't know why I have to do my head every time I say that. It has a little rhyme to it. Right? Yeah. (laughs) And she's also the founder of the Tone Your Temple Academy. We're going to dive right into that because I want the family to know. Let's talk about the Tone Your Temple Academy. So the Tone Your Temple Academy is a virtual academy for queens. 
just queens in general, who want to learn how to naturally fast track losing their weight, okay, or becoming a better physical version of themselves. Because I believe that it's not necessarily always about losing weight. It's just about becoming the best physical version of us. And in that, it's a teacher in me, I guess. I love to educate. So of course, I have my main program, which is the Busy Queens Body Makeover Experience. But in that, there are also, I have a training that I give out um, and different courses and different things that we're always adding to the mix that queens can purchase and even watch. Some of them are free um, that they can learn so that it can become a healthy lifestyle, not just getting workouts or getting a meal plan and not understanding what is going on. One of my purposes, Wanda, through that academy and just in general is to teach queens how to live a healthy lifestyle to the point that they're living it for decades to come. So that is the goal of the Tone Your Temple Academy, is to help queens become a better physical version of themselves, but also teach them how to do it in a way that they can carry on for generations to come and even pass on to their kids and their grandkids and really just change the trajectory of their whole family. So that is open to everyone. It's virtual. So it's online. So us here in Sacramento or wherever they're listening from right now, they can take advantage. They can sign up. They can be part of the Tone Your Temple Academy and have access to resources, whether that be workouts, foods, things like that. One of the things I was glad to hear you say was that a lot of times we get these meal plans from the people that are doing the work. They just give us a meal plan and say, well, you need to eat this many calorie deficit or whatever, but don't really break down how they got to that. So you get, you eat the meal plans, you lose the weight. And then when you're done with the program or whatever, for me, I know I was like, well, okay, I just have to eat these things. I never understood how they came to the macros and all those things. Yeah. Yeah. Plus on top of that, what if you don't like the food? There are so many great foods to eat. That was one of the, because back in the day, even though I've always been an athlete, I've been on certain, the diet programs and things like that. I've gone through those and I am a go-getter. When I start something, I do it. But I had problems too, when it came to those things, because being a busy queen, some of those things really don't last. And as you said, they're not maintainable. Okay. There's no teaching behind it. So when I formulated the academy, I went back and I said, okay, what were the things that I was missing? Like my academy for my Busy Queens Body Makeover experience, we're actually partnered with an expert nutritionist company. And the queens that within my program, it was very important to me that they did not just get a PDF of the foods that I ate. They may not like the foods that I ate, (laughs) you know? So they actually get a plethora of meal plans when they sign up that are customizable to them that they can interchange throughout their journey. If they're vegan, they they can choose the vegan. If they're whatever they are, they, they can choose them and they're all fit for them. So that's very important to make sure that it's something that's maintainable for your life and something that you enjoy doing or it's not going to last. So videos other education and training. Is there a component where you have like support as well, like maybe like a support group or something within the academy? Yeah. Yeah. So in my busy Queens body makeover experience, support is accountability is very important. And it's important because we as busy Queens need a lot of accountability and it's not because we're lazy. 
it's because we often do everything for everybody else. And next mm-hmm. thing we know, it's a week, a month, a year later. Mm-hmm. And what we said we wanted to be for doesn't happen. So I get it because I've been there, done that. And to be honest, sometimes I'm still there, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so there are so many forms of accountability. It's set up in a way that it's not overwhelming, but it holds you accountable. The queens within that program get 24-7 weekly access to me. Through we Everything is done on an app. So we don't do the Facebook groups and things. Everything is done on an app, can be accessed from the phone. On the phone, there's actually a sisterhood community that we have. So outside of that sisterhood community, there's private messaging where the queens can actually private message me personally. I tell them, this is my purpose. You message me, you're helping me live in purpose. I have queens, Wanda, that message me on the way to the grocery store. Girl, I Mm -hmm. want to substitute this for this. What can I use it for? So I'm there, fully transparent. As far as other accountability goes within our portal, there's actually a way when we set up goals, you get your own calendar, the days you're going to work out. When you fulfill those goals visually, you can see your progress. When you lose the weight and the tracker is going down visually, visually you can see your progress. It also posts within the community when you do your workouts, when you accomplish your progress goals so the other sisters can cheer you on. We do have weekly check-ins that we do, but all that literally five minutes to do can be done from your phone, form, letting me know how you're doing. And then we also have our live sisterhood monthly training on Zoom Mm -hmm. that we do. And I do it at the beginning of the month because mindset coaching, mindset coaching. Okay, let's get through the month. We do challenges uh, where we give out prizes. It's It's a lot of accountability. And I always tell queens, I understand as an educator, everything may not be for you, but we all, you know, as you know, we all have multiple intelligences and not everybody learns the same. Mm -hmm. So I make sure that I have things within that particular experience that are going to help every type of learner or every type of queen that comes in where they are. So it's not overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Where can they get that information from? Yeah. So what happens when it comes to the Busy Queens Body Makeover experience is they would complete an application. Only takes about five minutes to do. And after they complete the application, they can immediately schedule. It's called a body transformation consultation with me. And that's complimentary. And what we do is about 45 minutes, we get on the phone, very informal, we talk about where they are, we talk about where they want to be, and we strategize how they can get there. And if we see that it is a good fit for them, then we talk about the Busy Queens Body Makeover experience. But that is the first step. I'm going to be honest with you, Wanda, I don't just put links out on social media for this, because I am very passionate about this. This is my calling and my purpose, and it's my responsibility to protect the queens that are in that program, protect their energy, because all of that has to do with healthy lifestyle living, our energy, how we're feeling, how we're thinking. So everyone that comes into that particular experience, they go through that consultation call with me. They Mm -hmm. go through that consultation call with me. Yes. I really um, appreciate that you're looking out for the whole person and not just the one aspect of them. Yes. And and protecting that community is really important. Mm -hmm. Someone that's overwhelmed, that's listening right now, Mm -hmm. overwhelmed, they keep falling off, they're stuck. 
they may want to be part, but I don't know if I have the time to commit. What would you say to them? Yes. I'm going to say this as nicely as I can. Choose now while you still have the choice. Because one day you're going to have to commit whether you like it or not. And now you have the choice. Choose now while you still have the choice. Yeah. You know, there's some things that aren't priceless. We choose what we want to put the priorities for. We choose to have time to get our hair done. We choose to have time to go out and get our nails done and do all those other things. But quite frankly, if the body goes awry, none of that's going to be needed. So it's about putting the right priorities first and shifting our mindset when it comes to that. So that's what I would say to someone that is in that predicament. And of course, what we discussed before, I would also say, start where you are. Start, don't over, overcomplicate the process. Of course, there's strategies and ways to fast track, and that's what I teach. But you can start where you are right now from the comfort of your home. You don't have to go out and get any more supplies, mm-hmm. right? It could start with just, you know, switching out that soda for water. That doesn't cost any money. It could start with making sure you get your proper sleep. And if you're having issues getting a lot of sleep at night because you're busy, take naps. Wanda, I am the queen of naps. (laughs) (laughs) Every Every day. So there are ways. There are ways to get in what, but that you have to start the journey because the journey won't end or finish if you don't start. You have to start. Yes, ma'am. What would, how do you start to shift your mindset in order to be in that place though? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. It's a battle. It's a daily battle, but you have to take it day by day. You have to set those progress goals, those rewards. And honestly, the best way to do it is to get an accountability partner. Okay. Studies show that people are 95% more likely to accomplish their goals if they have the right accountability. But on a side note, if you can't get accountability, if you don't have any, take it day by day. Reward yourself along the way. Know your why, write it down, hang it up so you can visually see it every day, okay? Because, you know, your end goal may be a little bit of ways of a way. So you have to do things that are going to congratulate you in your own way that you love throughout the journey in order for you to stay consistent and also have grace with yourself, right? We set goals. I'm going to work out three days a week, but then, you know, the day we're going to work out, that's when something happens to one of the kids. We got to rush them to the emergency room, right? And they were like, oh my goodness, right? One thing I always tell Queens on a side note, when you're doing your workouts, have a backup workout day. So like in my academy, in my busy queens body makeover experience of queens, we start with, you know, three days a week, right? They can choose whatever days we put it on their calendar, but the truth is life happens. So if you have a backup workout day, then if life happens on that day, switch it to the backup day. Sometimes we overcomplicate the process and we don't have to. The great thing about losing weight is you can do it around your schedule when done right. You don't have to do it at a certain time. You can do it when you get home from work. If you work late, you can do it early in the morning. I like to do it early in the morning because it's before everybody else gets up. I know that I'm do I'm spending the beginning of my day with myself, honoring myself because the rest of my day usually involves my kids, my husband, clients, 
right? And, and we all been there where we go through the whole day and we haven't done anything for ourselves. I love, love, love getting up early in the morning, doing what I need to do and coming home and they're still asleep. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Sense of accomplishment, right? Yes. And yes. then too, I would imagine that it helps your day start off a little better because yes, you've does. done that. You're not stressed about, oh, I still got to get my workout in or whatever. It's like that's yes. done and you can go on with your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, you know, if somebody is not a morning person, you know, my, my thing is choose your pain. Choose your pain. Okay. You know, <clears throat> because you can have the pain of learning how to get up now. Or we can go back to what we said before. You know, the inevitable. So choose your pain. Right. Cho- choose your pain. And that comes with the mindset shift. How bad do you want? How bad do you want it? And it doesn't have to be an hour. Start where you are and increase from there. Because one of the main things that often get us is we start too hard, we do too much, and then we just stop, right? We, we don't want to be like that. We want to be like the tortoise and the hare. You know that tale where yeah. the tortoise, he was going slower, but he was actually the one that won because the hare was went so quick, he got tired and stopped the tortoise. He asked him. Mm -hmm. right so I use that analogy all the time be like the tortoise rather be like the tortoise yeah slow and steady wins the race this is a marathon not a sprint what were some of those obstacles that you encountered and overcame during your own journey yeah so when I started up again to be honest with you in the beginning it was a mindset shift that I had to make because like so many queens I don't have the time I got the kids. I got the business. No, this has to get done. This can wait till tomorrow. You know, I had to really like, okay, no, 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 no. This is not going to happen. We're not going another year like this. This needs to happen right now. So I personally had to have that mindset shift in the beginning myself to even get to where I am now. And then making sure that I put myself first, because if we're busy, which, you know, most of us are, then we can go through the whole day taking care of everybody else. Me putting myself first, like you said, mentally, it puts me in a whole nother state for the day. I'm more happy. When I was not working out and I was doing everything for everybody else, by the end of the day, Wanda, mentally, I was so drained. But now I can go through the whole day. And and honestly, it's not even that I remind myself, like I spend time with it. It's just, I don't know if it's an unconscious thing when it comes to us women, But knowing that I've spent that time in the morning, when I say it gets me through my day, like a breeze, it gets me through my day. So making sure that I put that first, of course, changing the schedule as needed. You're going to have to make shifts, shifts in your lifestyle. They may not be big shifts, but I know for myself, my schedule is not my own because I have three beautiful kids. I have a husband that has a job and if his, his shift changes, then so it is what I have to do. When the kids were here, they were here for virtual learning during COVID because my kids are so young, you know, things had to shift. So just being graceful with yourself on your journey and not getting frustrated at the shifts. But if you take it one day or even one week at a time, take some time every weekend and just say, okay, how did I do? What's the one thing that I can improve next week? Okay, well, maybe I can 
um, you know, get up 15 minutes earlier so that I'm not running into the kids' school time, right? Little things like that, okay? Mm -hmm. Another recommendation that I would give out to your audience, start incorporating some type of meal planning in your life. It doesn't have to be a lot. You can easily cook maybe a big salad. And like for me, we cook big salads over here all the time and my girls help me. Girl, I tell you, that salad's good for tuna salad, uh-huh. chicken salad, <laughs> chicken Caesar wraps. You can do a lot with salad. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So setting yourself as busy queens, we got to, you know, planning prevents poor performance, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to pre-think these things. And sometimes people, oh my God, I don't have time to meal plan. Yeah, you do. Just take 30 minutes once a week. Make yourself a big salad. I always make some type of vegetable on the side so that I have one vegetable, you know, a big vegetable. This week we made cabbage. If you want to make some uh, chicken or baked chicken or something just to have it, that prevents binging. Oftentimes, you know, we're running and rushing and running and rushing and then we're hungry. That prevents all of that, right? Mm -hmm. So, So making those shifts and taking those small incremental steps is what will get you to your goal. And paying attention to your body and paying attention to yourself as you go through the journey. Because the truth is, my body is different than your body. There are some commonalities, mm-hmm. but there are, there are some differences. Yeah. And it's our responsibility to know our own bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finally, you have a couple of offers for our audience. Yes, yes, I do. And I'm excited. And thank you so much, Wanda, for allowing me to give these to your, your tribe and your audience. Um, So the first one that I would like to offer is a complimentary body transformation consultation with me. And this is fit for the busy queen that knows that she is truly ready to naturally fast track her weight loss from home. She knows that she may need that accountability, that step-by-step structure, and really wants to make this a lifestyle. If this is you, my sister, I invite you to visit www.loseweightwithronda. And my name is spelled R-H-O-N-D-A. Don't forget the H, right? Loseweightwithronda.com. Fill out the brief application. And immediately from there, schedule your consultation. And you and I will personally get on a call. We will talk about where you are. We will talk about where you need to be. And we will strategize on the best option to help you get to your particular body goals. The other exciting gift that I would like to offer your tribe is access to my Get Snatched for the Summer Training. That particular training is a training that teaches you unknown secrets that will help you fast track losing weight from the comfort of your home in record time this summer, right? Things that most fitness pros do not teach you. And that is uh, offered right now. It's virtual and you get immediate access to the first training. So if you would like access to that free training uh, with so many points and strategies, I invite you to go to bit.ly snatched season, bit.ly snatched season. 
The get snatched for the summer. Oh man, that sounds very interesting family. So you have access to that program. Um, and also if you are ready to go ahead and make that change and get fit, then hit Rhonda up for a consultation. It's lose weight with Rhonda.com lose weight with Rhonda.com R H O N D A. For those of you that may not know, or check out the Get snatched for the summer. It is not too late. We are just in mid-July, so it's not too late. Bit.ly forward slash snatched season. So check it out. And you know, you can get your, you know, start to get get into that healthy mind frame. I want to ask you, Rhonda, before I let you go, as you were talking about get snatched for the summer, all I could think about is waist trainers. What's your Mm. what's your um what's your opinion on those? Yeah. So to be honest with you, I think that they're not needed. Now, just to make sure that we're clear. So you have your workout trainer and you have your waist trainer, right? Oh, oh, I didn't know there were two different ones. Yeah. So your workout trainer, well, some people interchange them, Mm -hmm. but if you really have a waist trainer, you will not wear that when you're working out because you won't be able to breathe. (laughs) Mm, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, sometimes workout trainers call it waist trainers so that they can't, you know, people know waist trainers, right? So they interchange them, Mm -hmm. but like working out with one, if you get one that's specifically for workouts that actually, I personally have used them. I Mm -hmm. love them because it adds, you know, it helps you sweat more because obviously the compression, but then you have the waist trainer, like the girdle, right? Like the, like the old corsets, basically. Yeah, like the uh-huh. old corsets, right? I personally don't see anything wrong with them. I, I don't. I actually have a few myself. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. Those should not be what you're depending on when it comes to your body, okay? Because studies have shown that depending on the type that you get, they can you know, move your stomach around and, and things of compress. that nature. Yeah, yeah can, they can't compress your, your stomach. So, you know, we're women. It's it's great to have the luxury of the hair and the corsets and all that, but that should not be the goal. The goal should be to get your own body right, right? right? right. So you don't even have to depend on But no, I, I think that they're fine, but just use in moderation. Okay. But it, when you're working out, when it comes to the workout ones, those are good to use. Okay. As long as, you know, they're, they're well-branded and things of that nature, because it actually helps you sweat more. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. It actually helps you sweat more. So yeah, girl, I've been using though. I have a few of those. I grew out of one of them. I got to actually give me another one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. That's a good thing. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. So tell everybody where they can find you. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Well, before I do that, I wanted to say thank you, Wanda, again. It has been a priceless pleasure to be here with you and your audience. Uh, Audience, you can find me on Instagram at Tone with Rhonda. Again, Instagram at Tone with Rhonda. I'm there. I give healthy, healthy lifestyle tips, weight loss tips, recipes. I just posted one with a really cool recipe. So go over there and join me. Also on Facebook, you can find me on my personal profile at Rhonda Watts Robinson or You can also connect with me on my business page, which is Rhonda Watts and the same particular name as my Instagram tone with Rhonda. So 
Rhonda Watts Robinson um, for my business page. So either one is fine. Either one is fine. And if it's okay, Wanda, mm-hmm. um, I, I love to converse with people through the DM. So I have no problem with Queens DMing me if they really need some assistance, don't know where to start, miss something on this particular podcast episode. Um, you can send me a DM. I, I enjoy speaking because this is my purpose. Helping yeah. helping queens helps me fulfill my God ordained purpose. So. And remember, family, she has a goal to to help one thousand queens by yes. twenty twenty three mm-hmm. to transform <laughs> their bodies and basically their lives. Yes. So yes, ma'am. You can mm-hmm. be one of those thousands. I just hear, yes. I hear um, the, <laughs> this is so, I, something's wrong with me. I can oh. just hear, I can just hear the invitation at church. Like, will there be one? <laughs> 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 will you be one of the 1,000? Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. sometimes I just don't know where I get this stuff <laughs> <laughs> so family again make sure you are following Rhonda on Instagram tone with Rhonda um, again that's tone with Rhonda if you want to just go ahead and visit her website and apply to do a consultation go to loseweightwithronda.com and don't forget I'll put all of this on the full circle page as well or you can follow her on her business page on Facebook at Rhonda Watts Robinson. And you can find her that way as well. Again, I'll put all of these on the full circle page. Make sure you're following the show full circle 975 on inst on Facebook and full underscore circle 975 on Instagram. Rhonda, this has been a pleasure and, and it's just been a delight. I know we've talked on the phone, but it's been delight, a delight to, to actually have this conversation with you. It's been a long time coming yes. and I'm so excited and I don't want this to be the last time we interact. Yes, ma'am. It will not be. It will not be. I definitely <laughs> want to make sure to keep in touch with you family. You can still, there's still time to get snatched for the summer mm-hmm. um, and you can transform your life for the summer and beyond, because it really is all about being healthy, staying healthy and creating legacy for your family. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. That's how we're doing it family for this episode of full circle. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you miss any part of the episode, be sure to follow the show on podcast at Ms. Wanda's full circle radio. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts, new episodes drop every Tuesday at noon, just like this one will until I talk to you next week, family show love to everyone you meet and I'll see you next week. Peace. This has been full circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.